This is episode number 163 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stanett. Hey everybody, welcome to Fearless Presentations. I'm Doug Stannert, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and my goal is to help you become a fearless and professional speaker and presenter. Hey, a couple of years ago, I did a, a couple of episodes on how to create the perfect presentation handout. And it's funny because when I created that content way back when, it was it was kind of as an afterthought. It's one of those things that kind of come up on occasion where folks say, man, I, I want to create a handout for my, I got this great presentation. I want to create a handout. And so I I I um, kind of just put down my thoughts or kind of shared my thoughts on, on a few things that you can do, really simple ways to create a handout. And I didn't realize how big that was going to get because th- those two episodes that I did a couple of years ago, they, those are two of the most downloaded of all time from the Fearless Presentations podcast. So I thought it might be a good idea to kind of update the content and, and re-deliver it for, you know, for 2021. So in this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a, a few simple ways to make a, a few quick ways to make some simple handouts, things that that look fairly professional, even though they don't take a whole lot of time to to do. So if time is short, these are some simple things that you can do. And then next week, I'm gonna share some of the software that I use to create fantastic handouts, things that look really nice and very professional, without having to hire a, a graphic designer. So by the way, just so you know, I created a how to create the perfect presentation handout handout. <laughs> so you can download that from my website at fearlesspresentations.com. And if you're if you happen to be um, listening or, or viewing the episode at a later time, uh, you can just basically search on Google for fearless presentations and perfect handout and, and you're going to find it or just go to fearlesspresentations.com, do a search for perfect handout and, and it'll show up. Uh, by the way, if you're watching the YouTube version of the episode, you might be wondering what in the heck is up with Doug's nose? And if, you, if, you, if you've been listening for a while, if you've been watching for a while, you may have heard me mention that I also do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I do that for fun. Um, and I, I got caught a couple of days ago. I got caught with a foot to the bridge of my nose. So if you're listening on the podcast and you've been wanting to check out the YouTube channel, then this would be a good week to do it. And, uh, and by the way, just by me saying that, I probably just increased my YouTube subscribers by like 20% just by referencing that thing. Because now, I don't know, people or they into that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, and, and by the way, I've also called attention to it now on the recording. So now my videographer, there's a good chance that when I go back and watch this, the videographer is most likely going to actually pause the video right now and then zoom into the bridge of my nose and put a big red circle around it. But, you know, it's all, it's all good. Uh, but do go down, go to uh, the website, Fearless Presentations and download the handout for the session. It's got lots of, in addition to the stuff that we're going to cover on the next two episodes, it's going to give you a whole lot of links and things that you can go to, to make um, present creating presentations a whole lot easier and more professional. And I'll, I'll put a link to that, by the way, in the show notes. All right, so let's get on with this week's episode. 
Hey, so the title of this week's session is how to create the perfect presentation handout. And, and if you've ever wondered how to actually create a handout, you know, I know a lot of people will, well, I mean, people don't actually wonder that, but a lot of times folks will kind of say, hey, what do, you know, professional speakers do? What are some of the folks that actually do speaking for a living, you know, are, are their presentation handouts a little different than the ones that I use? And you might be surprised because some of the stuff that that we use in, in our classes and, and um, keynote speeches and stuff like that, they might be very similar, but just kind of done a different way so that they look more professional. I'll share a few of those secrets with you. Um, but if you've been asked to get, I mean, this is basically kind of the setup here. This is what typically happens. You, you, if you've been asked to give a speech, you know, you're excited, but you, you want to give the best presentation possible. And then you put all kinds of preparation into putting together an amazing slide deck and you've got examples to prove your points and, and it's infused with anecdotes and, and terrific insights and great visuals and maybe a joke here or there. And I mean, basically at that point, you're like, man, I've covered everything, right? Well, have you really? Because if you haven't thought about what handout that you're going to be providing to your audience, then you may be overlooking a very good way to, um, Reinforce the content and and show yourself as a really professional speaker. Um, so it's a little, it's a it's a tiny little thing that you can do to add a lot of additional value to your presentations. And it's really simple. I'll show you some really simple ways that you can add that value in, in a very short period of time. Um, but but um, basically, what we're going to talk about here is is that good speakers and lecturers, professional um, presenters, that kind of thing. A lot of times they're going to have some type of handout that accompanies their their speeches, and and the reason why is because they make your presentation way more memorable, gives your audience the freedom to listen to your presentation instead of frantically taking notes. Um, they they also provide you know a way to really help remember the the key points and the highlights from your presentation. And a lot of times the people in your audience are are will be really grateful for a really good handout, and because it's going to help. It's going to help them remember your your talk long after you've you've finished speaking. So, um, and the last thing, by the way, is that your handout can actually be used as an exceptional marketing piece. So, and if that's not enough, your audience members will will keep it and share it with other people. So, a lot of times, the the handout is one of those things that if you overlook this specific part of your presentation, it can it can um, cause you to miss some really big opportunities. So, basically, I'm going to call this this. Episode episode, The Successful Speaker's Guide to the Perfect Presentation Handout. And um, to, to get started, I, I'm going to give you some like three really simple things that you can do uh, on this episode. And then on the next episode, I'm going to show some more complicated technical kind of things that you can do to make it, you know, kick it up a notch. But the ones that we're going to focus on this week are just things that are really simple, really easy things that you can do. Anybody can do it and, and have a really good handout in a, in a very short period of time. But I, I have to cover the big elephant in the room, though, because there is a very big number one rule of presentation handouts. And the very first thing that I want to cover is the don't don't do this. Do not under any circumstances create a slide deck and then print your slide deck out and hand that out as as notes or a, a handout for your for your um, audience. Um and by the way, this has always been a really hard and fast rule in my coaching sessions with people. And, and I have to admit, in recent years, I've kind of changed my tune slightly here, but I'll, I'll kind of show you why. And as one, as I kind of go of, uh, to one of the, the ideas that I share with you that, um, on the on the episode here. But the reason why I've kind of changed my tune a little bit is that w- when I first started doing 
presentation coaching, PowerPoint was still in its, in, in its infancy. It was still a, a fairly new. That's how long I've been around, right? And, and the slideshows that people were creating were really just awful. You know, a lot of times folks would just create a never-ending series of bullet points on an, on never-ending slide decks. And, and since most presentations cover way too much content, it was impossible for the audience to retain most of it. So as a result, a lot of presenters just started printing off their slides and distributing the printed slide deck to their audience as a, as a handout. So with all that being said, the, the presenter ends up with a really bad presentation that's now accompanied by a really bad handout as well. So, so that that's a really bad thing to do. I would, I would encourage you to not do that. But if you get creative with your slides, you can actually use a printout of your slide deck to make your presentation more interactive. But I'm going to show you a, a really simple way to do that, by the way, in, in one of the first tips that I give you. But the main point here is that if you've got a ton of content in your presentation, stuffing that content on your slides and then just printing out your, your slide deck is, is a really, really bad idea. Um, by the way, in, in <laughs> this is just a, kind of a funny aside here. Um, in the in the presentation class that I teach in the fearless presentations classes, I a lot of times we'll end the live sessions with um, with an with a um, a, um, uh, a few tips on how to do PowerPoint better. And we we did it. We do it in jest. Right. Because basically we spend a couple of days teaching people how to design really, really good presentations. And then at the end we cover PowerPoint and we do it kind of in a farcical way. We do it in a funny way to where we say. We basically break every rule that we've just covered in the two days and do that and put it, put everything in the, in the slide deck and put tons of points and make it really boring and that kind of thing. And, and it's, it's basically, it's a really data heavy slide deck with lots of different tips and everything. And most of the time it only takes people in the class a few slides before somebody in the class figures out that I'm really violating every tip that I just gave them in the class. And at that point, it's, there's usually a pretty funny laugh and, and I switch to a much better design slideshow. I basically show them a better way to do a slideshow. So basically what I, what I do in that early stage as a joke is I kind of show them what most people do. And then I show them what I do and it makes it a, a little bit different. It's the, the, the stark difference is, is pretty dramatic. But the funny thing is though, is that uh, in, in that particular session of the class and in, in the 20 years that I've been teaching this particular style of presentation coaching, I can't remember in that entire 20 years, anybody ever at any point during my classes asking me for my slide deck ever. There's just no reason to. Number one is because I have a I have a really good handout that they use, and so there's really no need for them to to get that slide deck. But inevitably, before the class figures out that this is the bad PowerPoint presentation and that that it's a joke, you know, before they figure out that this is actually funny, um, somebody typically will kind of raise his or her hand and ask me if I'll send them that particular slide deck. So the key the key thing to keep in mind is that if your audience is asking is is actually asking you. For a copy of your slide deck, it probably means that your presentation is bad. <laughs> it probably means, so if you're getting people asking you for your slide deck, it probably means that you need to redesign. You need to rethink what you're doing when you're designing presentations because it's a, there's a good chance that you're probably giving them too much information in too short of a period of time, and they're not able to retain that information. And now they're worried that they're going to miss something. So you probably want to redesign your 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 presentation entirely, and especially change your your slide deck dramatically. If, uh, to get a better result. 
All right, so let's go into the three ways that you can create a, a, a much better presentation handout. Now, I mentioned that you don't want to just print out your slide deck. However, there is a cool thing that PowerPoint will do is there are there's this this particular view where you can you can put your notes at the bottom of a, of a slide deck. And by the way, I would not ever, ever, ever encourage you to use this as your presentation. Do not put your notes on the slide deck and then and, and read your notes because that's going to be boring. That's not a really good thing to do. But as a handout, it, it, it actually is not a bad type of handout because they're seeing the slides that you're using on the on the screen and they're also getting additional notes. So um, if, if time is short and, and you want to make sure that your audience has some type of takeaway, it, basically, instead of printing out your slide deck alone, go to the slide notes option in PowerPoint. And then for each one of those slides, just add a little short summary. Don't put too much in there, but just a few just a few key concepts of of what you you will have said when you cover that slide. And one of the main reasons I, I encourage my class members, by the way, to not print out their slides is that the slides without the speakers aren't. It's not really going to make a whole lot of sense if you if you design your slideshow really well. It's it's what you add as the speaker that really explains what's in the the slide deck. So if you if you if people if you can print your slide deck out and hand that out and people will understand what you were going to say that say anyway then they probably don't need you. So you're probably that's probably you're probably not designing your presentation fantastic. Um, but most people, by the way, um, will jot a few notes, uh, jot jot a few notes down about kind of what they want to say in the presentation. And if you use this technique that I that basically that I'm covering here, then you'll likely create an outline with just a few key items. You'll likely use some stories, some examples, analogies, anecdotes, quotes, statistics, you know, those kind of things. And if we've already got that content created before before you actually create your slide deck, which is what I encourage people to do, then you can just insert some of that content into the slide notes and the PowerPoint, and voila, you got a instant presentation handout. Now that is not my favorite, although if time is short, that is a really simple way to create a um, a really good set of of uh, or a good really good handout that you can give to your audience. Um, the the thing that I like to do though is a, a, a it's a little bit higher level than that, but it works really, really well. What I do is I create a handout that gives my audience the main concepts that I'm going to cover in the, in the presentation, but then I'm also going to give them space to add notes. Um, and by the way, I'm going to show you next week a really cool way that you can do this with, with Adobe. Um, right now, I think it's Adobe DC, that the Adobe Acrobat DC. Um, that it, it actually lets you turn a printed PDF into like a form where you can use it as a way to insert notes. And I'll, I'll kind of show you the, the technical way to do that next week, but it's a really cool way to create a, a cool handout. So um, basically, if... if um, uh, the, the, it's it's really handy if you're if you're going to you know customize your your presentation content on the fly for the audience you know or, or if you're conducting a training session and you want to increase retention because as a speaker I mean I really love to customize my my presentation content for the specific audience that I'm that I'm going to be speaking to so I'm, I'm not going to put every word I'm going to say there I want to customize a little bit so my, most often. Unless I, I, you know, spend some time with the client that that group that I'm going to be speaking to before the presentation, I have to kind of 
tailor my content as as the the session or the speaking is is going on. So um, what I'll do is I'll create a handout or maybe a presentation workbook with my main concepts and then a few you know basically a few data points and 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 then I'll I'll add some space in between each one of those items for participants to jot down notes, write down notes, or if it's a if it's a virtual presentation, um, they can um, they can download the PDF or access the PDF on from a website and be able to type in their notes and that kind of thing. So it's a really cool a really cool technique to use. Um, I, I, I'll give you a really good example of this, by the way. A friend of mine leads like three-day training boot camps where he teaches social media marketing and, and website development skills for, for like big groups. And um, his handout is basically just a three-ring binder full of printed pages with a series of, of rules or statements followed by a quarter page of blank space. <laughs> basically he'll, he'll do like three quarters of the page with tips. And then at the bottom, he'll, he'll do a quarter page of, of just blank space and he'll put the words notes on it. And I, I once asked him, you know, since the content that he was delivering was really detailed, I mean, there's a lot of specific things that he's, he's covering in here. I said, Why didn't he just type it up and, and include it in his, his manuals? And he kind of laughed at me. He told me that he used to do that, but the content in his industry, because it's social media and, in, and it's a tech, technology type thing, um, but the, the content was in the industry was changing so quickly that the moment he actually printed a new manual, it would be outdated. So now he basically just prints out the main concepts and allows his students to fill in the blanks with the most current content that he's delivering from the stage. And by the way, he gets fantastic re reviews, by the way. So a very popular speaker on the circuit. And by the way, personally, I love this technique. It keeps the audience involved. It, it also allows the audience members to kind of write out the content that is most important to each of them at the time that they attended the meeting. And since the content is written in their own words, when when they review the, the handout later, it, it makes a lot more sense to them. And as the bonus, it, it, it takes very little time to create. So if you're the presenter, if you're the speaker, basically you just kind of, it's almost like printing out your, your slide deck, except I would use a, a different type of handout. We'll, we'll talk about Canva and some of the other software that I use next week. But, um, but basically you just put the bullet points that you're going to cover on, on, a, on, a, on a sheet of paper and then some pl place for lines really quick, really easy. Um, you can do it in just a matter of minutes and make it look really cool and professional. Um, the third technique is to create a handout that contains extra content that's not in your presentation handout. So basic or, or not in your presentation, basically, basically. So um, the it's if, if you're conducting a, a presentation for your internal like corporate audience, you know, your coworkers or, or people that know you really well then, you know, either of those first two options will likely do fine. You know, we, we don't really have to look extremely professional when we're, when we're speaking internally. However, if you're creating a handout for, let's say you're doing a training session or you're doing a breakout session at a convention or you're teaching a seminar or a speech where the audience might be paying you a fee, then you're probably going to want to kick your handout up a notch because they're going to expect more. People that are in attending, especially if they're paying a fee, they're going to expect a little bit more than just a printed out slide deck or something like that. So basically you want to include the content from your presentation in, in a written format, but you also want to add additional reinforcement of your ideas 
especially stuff that you're not going to have time to cover in the presentation. So it gives them more content than what you're actually going to give them verbally in the, in the presentation. By the way, this is the technique that we use in our seminars and workshops. You know, so if you go to a fearless presentations class, there's going to be way more content in the participant guide in the manual than what we will actually cover as instructors in there gives additional information um, just because, you know, it's, we want it to have fantastic value. We want people to, who attend one of our seminars to kind of walk away going, oh my God, that was even more than what I expected, right? So if you're going to use a story, for instance, as a piece of evidence in your verbal presentation, then you might use a different example or a different story in your handout. If you use an analogy in your presentation, you might use a quote in your in your handout. If you're if you use like audience participation in the in the physical presentation, then you might use a unique photo or or a, a unique image in in your handout that's different than the image that you're showing on your slideshow. It basically shows the audience that as good as your presentation is you've got more content than you, you than what you've actually delivered. And if you do this, your audience will see that 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 you're a valued expert on that specific topic. And by the way, it's it's okay to use some of the same content in your slideshow. I do that a lot um, in, in your uh, slideshow, your verbal delivery, your handout, you can kind of use the same stuff. But in, but if it's more important to be consistent. So, I mean, those, those kind of things are, are important. But if you want your verbal presentation, to cover uh, some some um, additional items that aren't in your handout, and you want your handout to cover some things that aren't actually in your verbal presentation, then then um, then basically it's going to add more value to the people who are in your audience. By the way, you can think of this type of handout as being like like a textbook for your presentation. Um, and, and yeah, it does take a little longer to create, but you're going to find that the value to your audience will actually far outweigh the additional effort that it takes to kind of create one of these things. Um, and, and by the way, at certain points in your delivery, you're likely going to want to say something like, hey, by the way, I've given you additional examples in your handout, or if you want the full step-by-step -step approach, um, you can download the handout from my website and kind of give them the URL or something like that, right? So basically, you can, you can give them additional things that aren't in your presentation, which, by the way, is what we're doing on this episode. So if you go to fearlesspresentations.com, do a search for the the present perfect presentation handout on on the in the search bar then you'll you'll be able to access a handout that has more content than actually what I'm delivering here on the on the session so it's a really good tip that you can use to add a lot of extra value oh and hey by the way here's a, just a couple of really quick bonus tips in closing that that can help the the first bonus tip is that um, you, one of the things that I suggest that people do, especially if it's a very technical presentation, is add a list of references for further reading. So instead of giving people all the data in your presentation, if they want to read more about where you came to your how you came to your conclusion or where you got your data from, you can kind of leave, put an appendix at the back of it so that people can can go and do some research and and do some additional reading. Uh, another thing that you can do is add like a, a an action sheet or a worksheet if if. If you're trying to get, if you're trying to teach people a step-by-step -step process or teach them how to do something, a lot of times, if people don't do something with that content or with that information right away, they tend to forget it. And so by putting an action sheet, hey, what's your, what's step one, step two, step three that you're going to do as a result of going through this workshop or through this training session or through this presentation, if you kind of give them something like that, it can, it can, it can help aid in the retention of that content. So anyway, so those are just some really simple things that you can do to create um, some, some 
fairly high quality presentation handouts. Next week, we're going to cover things that are a little bit more on the professional side. So if you, some of the technical tricks that I use to, to make my handouts look really, really awesome and make them kind of stand out and make people go, wow, okay, this is, this is a, this is a high class kind of content that I'm, that I'm getting here. So if you want your audience to say things like that, then make sure to not miss the next week's episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye y'all. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week. 